This is the Software and Technology Podcast, your B2B show for the best thought leadership in the industry, bringing you information, education, and inspiration, only on MarketScale. The more diversity of thought of the people working at tech companies, the better. The blockchain idea was around 91, the same idea of in the digital world, we need verifiable documents. There are times we could all use a hand from an expert, whether it's a complex new system that your company is implementing or a complex problem that you just need help seeing the solution for. For these reasons and more, IT consulting companies exist to ease the burden. But what if you're a small company, have a small budget, or don't really know where to start? You might think bringing in an IT consulting partner is a luxury for larger, more complex companies and not you. But we're here to discuss the fallacies of that today. We're sitting down with Brandy Seymour. She is Director of Professional Services at Pinnacle Business Systems. Brandy, thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, thank you for having me. So uh, let's talk a little bit about just how you found your way into this industry and a little bit about your role there. Well, You know, it's interesting where I'm at right now, working on the bar side and also focusing on IT data centers and services. My background actually is journalism and political science. Um, My undergrad was journalism broadcasting with emphasis on political science. And I thought I was going to be a political journalist working in Washington, D.C. That would one day win the Pulitzer Prize. But but alas, that's not how it turned out. And I eventually took a job as a research analyst for an IT software company and over the years just continued to learn and grow until I ended up where I'm at now, which is uh, managing professional services for companies across the Midwest, focusing as their technology partner as well as their data center needs. You might think that that's a complete change there, but journalists, I guess the the tenets of being a good journalist are are being a good researcher and being able to become a little bit of an expert in everything because you dive into whatever that topic is and you learn all that you can about it. So it sounds like that's what you did and that kind of started a whole career path for you. Yeah, absolutely. That and the ability to listen to what people are saying and to be able to read between the lines and um, essentially interview them and understand what their needs and requirements are. That is a great point because a lot of times uh, what companies will experience is that they just don't feel a great connection with their consultant or or third-party partner. And that could be for a number of reasons, but probably the chief one is that they just don't feel like they're being heard. Absolutely. And maybe they, they feel like, the burden is on them because they can't quite explain what their problem is. But that's part of the challenge of being an IT consulting partner. It's really digging in there and figuring out what those challenges are. Yes, absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about the, I guess, the fallacies that surround what people think about IT consultants. I think typically people think they probably just don't have the the money for it, the time. They don't think they're sophisticated enough a company to bring on this type of help. But uh, tell me why that is not the case. Well, everything that you just said is actually um, the opposite of what a a true partner does as as an IT VAR. For instance, instead of worrying about whether or not they have the, the financial expenditure for using a VAR, 
what we at Pinnacle do is we actually save the customer money. So they may see it as a cost, but in reality, they're saving a lot of money. They may see it as though they don't have the time or the bandwidth, but that's what you know a true partner does is they provide that additional appendage to be able to provide resources and time so that the customer can focus on whatever their core mission is. And so really, you know, no matter the size of the company, if you're a small, medium, or a large enterprise, there are four benefits that a bar as a partner really brings these customers. Great. Uh, let's go over those. I would say the first one is unbiased, focused attention. And so what I mean by that is in comparison to like a vendor or a manufacturer that the customer be, may be working with, a VAR is usually and should be much less biased um, in the regards that they help the customer understand what the current IT offerings from all corners of IT are. So a vendor or a manufacturer only pitches their hardware or their software, right? right? But a VAR like Pinnacle um, comes in and is able to identify multiple different IT systems and uh, speak to that and present on that. So instead of just pushing one specific product or service offering, you know, Pinnacle comes in um, as a VAR and we talk about an overview of several and we talk about what their pros are, what their cons are, and what their costs are so that the customer can best decide the right path on whatever their IT strategy and budget may be. And then in addition to that, you know, VARs uh, like Pinnacle, you know, we're smaller than a large manufacturer that's, you know, global, right? And so we have more time um, and attention to devote to our customers. And that really allows us to have a much more customer-focused approach. Right. And that kind of goes back to what we were talking about where we're really listening to the customer and taking the time to understand what their needs are because we have the ability to devote our time to them. So having a partner that is able to unbiasedly uh, give recommendations of systems and and, uh, solutions for your company, I mean, that has to be, of course, that's a time saver, uh, but it also can be a money saver because if you're simply working with vendors, like you said, they're probably just trying to offer you their own solution and maybe it's their most expensive enterprise solution, right? Right. So tell me a little bit about more the the specialization that comes along with um, with a VAR and tell me the what the, the acronym VAR stands for. Good question. So um, value added reseller. For instance, you know, here at Pinnacle, we are an IT VAR and, and that specialization is around um, technology knowledge and skill set. And I really feel like this particular benefit is probably one of the most impactful benefits that we bring to our customers. For instance, here at Pinnacle, you know, we pride ourselves on our investments and the different locations that we're in, the infrastructure that we have, um, the systems that we're able to speak to with our customers, our personnel, and our continuous technology training. All of this allows our employees to research and test and implement technology solutions uh, more efficiently than companies and firms could do on their own because of our knowledge and skill set. And then this essentially transfers the burden of needing all of this, like tons of IT knowledge, right, from the customer to our team. So customers don't have to spend the time and the money researching these solutions or getting trained or attending conferences and so on, because we absorb that burden and that cost for them. So that way we can provide a quick, detailed, kind of accurate knowledge on demand as a service. What I always like to say is a 30 minute with Pinnacle could save you 30 days of research. And that's where that specialization really comes into play. What about uh, specific niches or, uh, I guess, industries that may feel like they're 
uh, their particular technology needs are very niche, so much so that uh, a company like Pinnacle wouldn't be able to service them. Um, I think that this is where Pinnacle has a true differentiator. And this is one of the one of the reasons why I've, I've enjoyed my, my job here at Pinnacle and I've been here for eight years is because um, we're not, you know, we don't fall into the ditch with just one particular type of technology product or service offering. We have a, a wide gamut of what we can do under the umbrella of different manufacturers and different types of service offerings. Our engineers have a wide set of um, skills and certifications. So maybe they want to look at, um, you know, migrating everything um, from physical to virtual. Maybe they want to look at their network and how they can um, streamline their efforts or how they can reduce downtime. Or maybe they want to look at a particular type of software, a new platform that will help their business operations. There isn't a whole lot, to be honest with you, that we're not able to help a customer with when it comes to technology mm-hmm. um, because of our experience with other customers, right? So um, if you think about it, um, like for a hospital, for instance, um, we have several um, customers that are in the health um, industry and that within that health vertical. So we're able to see what they're doing, what they're not doing, what works, what doesn't work from an overall technology standpoint. And we can pass that that knowledge and that expertise on to other customers in the health um, vertical that they may not even be aware of, right? So there's a lot that comes into play with that. Um, the third one, which um, speaks loudly to a lot of people as well, is um, saving money. So kind of back to your point at the beginning of this podcast. So I think a lot of time, a lot of times, customers may feel like they don't have the budget to bring in a bar, and that it's less expensive for them to try to do something on their own when in reality it's the opposite. So just to kind of give you some ideas, um, outsourcing IT, right, means that the customer no longer has to dish out a lot of money for an in-house IT team. I know that in most cases, businesses will spend probably 25 to 50% less when they utilize managed services, for instance, over the cost of just even one single um, internal IT employee. So that's a quite a, that's a quite a bit of savings right there. Um, not to mention all the areas where a bar like Pinnacle helps with knowledge and skills for researching and implementing the best IT solutions. And that saves a ton of production time, right? Which then equals out to um, a pretty significant financial savings for the customer. I know here at Pinnacle, one of our primary goals for our customers is to implement the best technolo- technology solution and services that helps them reduce daily uh, and monthly downtime. And this is huge because downtime costs a significant amount of money. Yes. I was looking um, just to try to pull some numbers here so that I I could mention it because I feel like this is very important. And I know that according to Gartner, the average cost of IT downtime is about $5,600 a minute. A minute. Wow. A minute, right? So what this means is that um, since there are so many differences in how businesses operate, the downtime can range from $140,000 an hour to $540,000 an hour, right? Depending on their size and what kind of um, production capabilities they have or don't have. But regardless, it averages out um, across across the globe to be about $300,000 an hour it costs a company mm-hmm. when they're down. So when I have customers that, um, you know, when I'm talking about, for instance, 
a network solution that we're looking to help them streamline their process and understand where they have they may have bottlenecks. Um, and let's say that that particular service may cost $20,000. To me, the ROI is so, so simple to explain because if they're down for even one hour next month, that could potentially cost them $300,000. When, I mean, when you're in the weeds, when you are the one that has that website down or the, the software down, whatever the case that is, um, you know, your hair's on fire, but being able to communicate that across upper levels of management and being able to explain why this is a, a critical matter and we need help now when the rest of the company is already so stretched, uh, you know, and have resources stretched across many different projects. Uh, that That's a real challenge. I mean, I, I think of uh, my own experience running a, a news and magazine website and whenever that site went down, it was a level one fire for me, but for the IT department that services the entire company, it may not be. And so having that solution certainly is, gosh, I mean, it's got to give some, some peace of mind there, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's one of the things that we talk about a lot is, you know, it, it may seem like an expense up front, but how can you afford not to really? Right. And then another way that we, that we work really hard to save um, our customers' money as of far is we negotiate the market on behalf of them. So, for instance, if they're looking at hardware with a particular manufacturer, our job is to make sure that we are meeting all of the program incentives with that manufacturer to apply a deeper discounts than the customer would otherwise be able to get. So, when I know of customers who don't work with VARS to obtain their, their hardware, um, I always say that that's something that they should consider and look at because a lot of times VARS can bring you deeper discounts. And then in addition to that, you know, when we are working with our engineers or with other partners or other vendors to provide services to um, our customers, we always negotiate the best rate for them to help them get the services they, that they need at a competitive rate that they wouldn't otherwise get if they were trying to go out and get on their own. Right. Because they may not even realize that some of those things are definitely negotiable and it's it's a matter of having a relationship with that vendor to be able to negotiate that discount versus basically paying the off-the-shelf price, if you will. Absolutely. And so what we try to exemplify to our customers is that we're, we're not a bar, really. We want to be their partner. And I always kind of say, like, my own particular role here at Pinnacle is I want to be the advocate for the customer. And I always explain that, you know, while it may cost money to partner with an IT consultant, in the end, the money that, that we can save um, is well worth the investment and all of the cost benefits that come with it, right? So Again, back to the unbiased focus attention that you're getting, the specialization and technology knowledge and skill set that they're getting and saving money. We're the customer advocate. We're working on their behalf and for them, listening to what they need, understanding and, and you know what their questions or frustrations may be around technology, and then showing them the different solutions that are out there and then helping them get the best they need for the budget that they have. You mentioned there's a, there's a fourth huge benefit that I think – you probably don't necessarily think about when you're dealing with an IT consulting partner or a VAR. What's that? Risk. Um, so I think when we talk about risk, um, especially in IT, uh, a lot of times folks automatically think about security, right? What is what is your risk? Um, are you vulnerable? Are folks able to get to your data? And all that's certainly a risk, and that's something that we work with our customers to help them avoid that risk. But that's not the only risk I'm talking about. When I say risk, I, I say it as like, we assume the risk on behalf of the customer. It could be with whatever IT solutions are looking at to implement. 
we take on that risk for them. And so if, if something doesn't work, you know, we work with them until it does work. So from an IT solution standpoint to helping them uh, eliminate and reduce their downtime, to finding ways to make sure that their data is secure, uh, finding out ways to best recover their data in the event of some sort of data loss. All of this falls under risk and really taking on that burden for them and being being in the front line um, and leading the way so that that's one less thing that they have to worry about. We uh, here on the podcast, we like to hear anecdotes and, and real life examples um, of, you know, of our, our guests uh, kind of work in action. So uh, so thinking about uh, your time there at PBS, uh, what have been some, I guess, some really impactful ways that, that come to mind that you've been able to save clients time and money and, and really be a partner to them? Uh, I think one example of that is we recently worked with a large enterprise a customer here in Oklahoma who over the years had implemented a network solution across multiple sites. And so when they would experience um, any kind of downtime with any kind of application, what they were finding is that their IT team was immediately taking on the blame from the rest of the company. Um, And also, in addition to that, it would take them a while to find the root cause and to be able to bring it back up online. And, you know, kind of keeping in line with our conversations that, you know, we've been having here a little bit with this podcast is downtime is is a huge problem for any company. And so we were able to go in and assess their network for them. We were able to provide topology mapping, showing everything that they have within their network environment across the multiple sites, how they're connected. And from there, they were able to work with us to make changes and implement a more streamlined process that would allow them to troubleshoot and understand where bottlenecks may be and to understand how they might need to do a cutover to um, other switches in the event of a downtime. And this became a huge money-saving factor for them. And I know that they're still utilizing this topology map today. You touched on something there about when a company is experiencing downtime, the IT department uh, kind of took the blame there and, and, and tends to take the blame. So I'm just curious from your viewpoint, how often does that happen? And it's really going on there that, uh, that maybe... The IT department isn't to blame. Maybe there's some other factors in there, and your expertise coming in has been able to shed some light on that. Uh, that's a great question. So we recently just completed a workshop of um, a BDI environment for a customer, and what we found is that um, the IT team was getting blamed quite a bit for particular apps not being accessible or not being able to share documents, etc. And so after we completed this uh, three-day workshop with them and we interviewed multiple department heads along with employees and um, even contractors that were working for the company, what we found is that it actually was not anything to do with the hardware or the IT team itself. It was the onboarding process of the employees and the access or the lack of access that they were being given um, to the apps as well as being instructed on the expectations around, around what the app could or couldn't do. Mm-hmm. And so the recommendation was a very simple one, and that was to go back and review the onboarding process when you're bringing employees on, identify what apps they need, make sure that they get the right credentials, and make sure that the correct expectations are set with these employees on what to expect the apps to do. And um, from there, that's when you start to see a lot of reduced tickets being sent to the IT team. And that's all just huge 
huge for peace of mind uh, when you're trying to run a business and, and being able to have somebody there that's basically got your back. Uh, that's got to be hugely gratifying. Yeah. And I think too, I think it's important that when you're looking for a partner that you look at not only their certifications and their skill sets and the types of uh, manufacturers that they work with, but their culture and who they are as a people. And I can tell you that that's one of the reasons, again, that I've been here at Pinnacle for eight years is we have a really, really good culture here and we work like family. We operate like family with each other and with our customers. And that leads to something that's pretty significant in this environment that you don't get a lot um, just in general. Right. And so having a partner that uh, that you can trust and you know that they're going to have your back the way you know, your family has your back. That's what Pinnacle really brings to the table as a partner. In addition to all those um, other things that I mentioned are benefits, it's, you know, who are they as a people and are they going to have your back at the end of the day? And that's what Pinnacle really brings. Brandy, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you.